0: To the podcast. Jesus, this headphone is annoying the fuck out of me right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're working with what we have. We we put in a lot of time <laughs> today trying to get these settings up and running to make sure that they will work. I well enough.
0: I've learned to gain an appreciation for you know, the, the sound audio. guys at a concert. Yeah, those you know, audio engineers? Yeah, well, because when you're in a concert and you, you know, you're just waiting around for stuff to start and you see people walking around on stage and just, you think, oh, those guys are just sticking around. It's like, no, no, they're trying to set stuff up.
1: bunch of union workers making <laughs> union wages, being lazy. <laughs>
0: no, they,
1: they've damn earned their money.
0: No, no, uh, they, they did, they do work hard, especially since we spent probably like an hour and a half just trying to get this show on the road.
1: One of these days, we will understand what these settings mean. That day is not today.
0: I mean, I know someone's going to mention like there's a YouTube video out there for that, but well, I don't know. <laughs> we'll, well, figu- we'll figure, we'll uh, figure it yeah, out. Yeah. Until
1: they can come over here and do this for us, I'm not, I'm not going to learn.
0: <laughs> uh, how you been, Tyler? How have been.
1: You know, I've been better. Uh it's been a roller coaster. It's been been a roller coaster a couple of weeks.
0: No, no, we, we we covered this in the last episode how you were um
1: I am without a, little, a car.
0: Yeah, you're without a car. In
1: Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, Not the best place to be without a car.
0: If you remember, you know, last time we shot we recorded. Why do I keep saying shot? Last time we recorded and uh, you were a little blue and then uh, we were drinking and, you know, it felt like, oh, you know, hey, his mood is better. But now also I was worried. It's just like he's not depressed, is he? Then I'm just oh, giving I'm, you this excuse to drink and then you're going to go through this downward spiral.
1: No, no downward spiral, but wildly depressed. Uh, <laughs> and the drinking does help. But no, it's not the drinking. It's, it's being with people. Um, like last weekend, I managed to go down to San Diego. Even without a car, I was able to take the bus to the Metro line, to Union Station, take the Amtrak down to San Diego to go visit a friend. Lots of drinking ensued, but, you know, friends and hanging out.
0: Oh, it's good to hear. I It looked like you did have a lot of fun there. And, um, yeah, taking Amtrak is always a nice treat. I remember, uh, ooh, this was a long time back when I... Uh, I went with my folks up north to San Jose, and we took the the Amtrak. It took all day, which that makes sense. Not very efficient, but it was pretty nice, especially sitting in like the uh, uh, what was it? the um, the the viewing car, or you know, the car with the big windows, and you can see out there.
1: Uh, the, I was just sitting up in coach up on the second floor, and I had a great view of the ocean yeah. going south. Right. Oh, it was amazing. Um, oh, yeah. I
0: don't know if they include those cars. Or maybe because of COVID, like, they don't want just a bunch yeah, of people know. congregating in a car.
1: <laughs> I mean, I know that we kept hearing the message that the food cart was open. Never went down there. I just kind of hung out of my seat for three hours, reading a book. Didn't have to drive. Didn't have to worry about other cars. $43. It was fantastic.
0: Yeah, to be fair, yeah. You did go to San, San Diego, so that was a shorter trip than going up north. Much shorter. But yeah, no. Um, I also had a good weekend. Yeah, what you've been up to? Um, well, it's funny enough. Uh, while I was attending a friend's um, birthday party for their child, uh, I was also first a birthday. Yeah, first birthday. So you know they're gonna totally remember everything that went out, that went down.
1: First birthdays are gifts. They're celebrations for the parents. Like, hey, you've kept a baby alive for one year.
0: Here's your pat <laughs> on the back. Have a drink. Yeah, those. That's hard. Uh, from what I heard. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no, they're just little suicide machines.
0: Yeah, exactly. They just seem to run into any kind of situation where their life will be in immediate jeopardy. But I caught up with a friend, and I mentioned that we started a podcast. As and, you do, you know, spread the word, Yeah, and you know the friend had some questions, which is which is fine. But also, <laughs> it's it's a very kind of sobering reminder that you know when you're trying something new, it's just like there's a lot of people going to be like, well, I mean, are you are you Guy is good at it <laughs> No, Not really but we're working On it we are working and on
1: that's it. what That's what matters that's what counts
0: But it brought about um, Just a reminder of what kind of our Mission statement is with this podcast I guess and it's more Just it We're not claiming to be experts in What we're doing uh, It's more just encouraging others to Begin the journey yeah Less than just like we're the authorities telling You you know yeah you got to do this Because at the end of the day, you know, trying something new is like you're going to fail at what you try. You're going to have hiccups and bumps on the road and, uh, you know, that shouldn't deter you. That's that's not a deterrent except for maybe your conviction of wanting the result or wanting the skill that you're trying to learn.
1: How much do you want it?
0: Yeah. But don't be deterred just because you think like, oh, well, I don't know anything about this and I'm not going to try. So that's why I'm not going to try because I don't want to be embarrassed.
1: This is a very positive podcast to support failure.
0: (laughs) That's a positive spin on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it also reminded me just uh, the point I made back in the episode about learning a new language. It's like the reason like children can like learn a new skill or something new is because they don't have that innate fear of failure Mm -hmm. that adults have. Because, you know, when we approach something new, we're afraid we're going to look foolish or it's just like, oh, you don't belong here. And that's the, that's the sense you have to strip away if you want to achieve something. You can't be afraid to fail.
1: You hear a lot of that when people decide they want to go to the gym for the first time. But then they feel so overwhelmed and intimidated by people who are in way better shape. Yeah. And you have no idea how to use the machines. Yeah. Fine, go, go be dumb at it. Just go yeah. fail at
0: it. And besides, the people who are very in shape, they didn't start that way. Exactly. They weren't magically just ripped in that, like, this is just what they do. It's like, no, they were out of shape people who, you know, just, you know, put the effort and, yeah, it's like, you know, jerks are going to be, you know, the type to, you know, say stuff or deter you and, you know, not, again, not to cast any aspersions to the friend i had this conversation with all right she's she was very supportive it's just you know sure. it's just a kind of like a reminder of just like why i start we started to do this podcast it's yeah, it needed
1: something just, to go fail at and yeah. get better at it yeah so it was here we are.
0: yeah it's one of those things we just decided like we kept talking about like yeah we should do it and then we're just like all right fine do it then and here we are Six, is this Shit six, or get off the pot. Six episodes in once this comes out. Sace. Get back to us when we hit 10, if we get there. But anyway.
1: Well, we will, we will. Because <laughs> I've got bets on 15.
0: Uh, one of the things I wanted to cover, just a couple of corrections and stuff we went back on. We don't make mistakes. Well, no, we don't make mistakes. But, you know, some people just are like, We're just, this is just more clarifications. Sure, also, sure. fun game. If you want to go back and listen to our... Mixology episode. Here's a fun game. Take a shot every time we mention old fashioned. And if you're suicidal, uh, take a shot anytime I say. But again, (laughs) (laughs) anytime I say. But again, but again, but again. Don't do that. Don't do that. that. Don't do that. Um, that Just enjoy the
1: episode. Have a have a drink and yeah, sip at your leisure.
0: Yeah. Uh, I should post the recipe. I mean, it's the same similar old fashioned recipe. It's just. Sugar. I mean, it's maple syrup instead of the sugar or simple syrup that you'd use. And then just the Jameson old-fashioned. But yeah, I'll just include a photo of it probably this week. Yeah, please do.
1: Please do. And also, please make me another.
0: (laughs) It was so damn good. It was. That's why I was worried you were becoming an alcoholic. But it turns out you just like the awesome drink I made. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So anyway, just a couple of stuff to go back on. We were mentioning Boxing Day (laughs) in our podcast. Oh, you looked it up? So yeah, apparently Boxing Day is like uh, it was uh, a holiday where rich the rich would box up gifts to give to the poor, and it's also the day off they would give their servants.
2: Oh, so that's and
0: then those and then they would in turn kind of just like give gifts to each other in these like like boxes. So that's why I just like Boxing Day is that's what it is. It's just basically extended Christmas. I don't know, whatever. Whatever the Brits or the Canadians do. Um, as far as tequila and mezcal, well, we were talking about just the differences and just like, yeah, like tequila is a type of mezcal. Yes. So, yeah, mostly because of the type of way it's prepared. The
1: way, and, and where it's prepared, the location. It's wh-
0: yeah, it's where it's prepared. Excuse me if I burp. Where it's prepared and what type of agave. Like blue agave is specifically tequila. Whereas Mescal, any agave yeah. would kind of
1: work. A little more catch-all. <laughs> Mescal tends to be more smoky, but it's not necessarily a hard and fast rule.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, and then just, they're just still differently. Just, uh, I think, uh, Mezcal is mostly like used in earthenware pots and hmm. tequila is more kind of just like the copper pots. Uh, and then it's a different process. Uh, and then um the little town in Texas that I was mentioning that pretty much completely shut down because of COVID restrictions. It was uh this place called Ira Ann, Texas. So just imagine the word Iran, but with an extra A next to the A. And they pronounce it Ira Ann.
1: Iran with more A's. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Got it.
0: Yeah, Ira Ann, Texas, which, I mean, hopefully they're doing much better um, as we're recording this, you know, Texas, Florida, and all the other states are seeing an influx of kids going to the hospital with COVID.
1: Yeah, so, so that whole argument that kids can't get it, kids are fine, send them back to school. Well, no, they they can get it. They can yeah. get it and they can go to hospitals.
0: Yeah. Take and up
1: ER take up all the beds in the the ER it's bad it's bad
0: it's bad but yeah we're again we try not to dwell on it but you know this is kind of just a reminder out there you know get vaccinated or wear a mask I mean and wear a mask sorry get vaccinated and wear a mask in large public places I know you went to a concert where most of the people were vaccinated
1: yep I went to a concert down in San Diego with my friend went to go see the band Gogol Bordello gypsy punk no i don't expect anybody to recognize the name but i highly recommend looking them up they're fantastic they're a lot of fun Uh, but we had to show off our vax card and or a negative uh covid test so it was way more comfortable on the inside there were still a lot of people wearing masks um but i felt comfortable enough to even jump in the pit for a song Only one because I'm getting old, apparently.
0: (laughs) Apparently, you're getting
1: old? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Was it just like really hot over there? You know, so on the Friday, I went down there. It was really overcast and muggy and it wasn't that hot. But then the next day on Saturday, it was blazing hot. And that was the day me and my friend decided to walk around the San Diego Zoo, which was a lot
0: of fun. (laughs) It's all the animals. Way too hot. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I think I remember going to San Diego Zoo like when I was very young. But it's yeah, it's isn't like one of the biggest zoos in the country. I think. Yeah, it is.
1: It's it really is one of the best, one of the uh, most well maintained. Uh, I was really impressed with the the structures that they have all the animals in. They've done a really good job of recreating some nature for them uh, to keep them as open air feeling as they can. What I found weird was they have the bonobos those monkeys and it's bizarre looking at them because bonobos are the ones that are dna wise the closest to humans and there is a little bit this uncanny valley of seeing them walking around or sitting and moving they feel they just seem so human-like it's creepy it made me really uncomfortable about having them in a cage I'm not gonna lie, it was odd.
0: Oh man, and yeah, it's it's one of those things that you know, going to a zoo and just you know, seeing other animals just in the enclosed spaces, you kind of forget. They're just like, Oh yeah, this is kind of weird for them. They're just sitting in a they're just chilling in this area that kind of looks like their natural habitat and just a bunch of people just come on in every day.
1: Yeah, just walking by to watch them scratch their butts and
0: Walk around
1: and then sit down and then walk around and then sit down.
0: Just scratch their butts.
1: (laughs) But, uh, you know, zoos are always a weird thing. It's a weird topic because, you know, it's that whole thing. It's terrible for the animals. But when you have zoos, you raise children who care more about those animals because they got to see them. So then you're raising people that care more about animals who want to protect them. But these ones had to suffer in a zoo for that to happen. Is it worth it or not? I, I don't know.
0: Are you I, saying they're like the Jesuses of their species?
1: They are. <laughs> <laughs> they had to give their only begotten sons yeah. and daughters
0: so that their <laughs> that their habitats can be you know spared and protected. And just like and just like teach kids like, hey, look at this penguin. It's like, oh, they're cute. It's like, yeah, you know what's you know what's not so cute? Running your damn. Video games on cold fire power plants and then killing up their, uh, like, eroding their uh, environment that they live in.
1: Climate <laughs> change is real. <laughs> save the planet. Save the penguins. Yeah.
0: I guess, yeah, it's 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 less vague when you have a visual reminder. Exactly. Right in front of your face. You
1: know, all these animals that you want to save. Pandas, we can do with or without. I don't care. <laughs> uh, Red tail pandas are fantastic, though. Those things are cool. Regular pandas, yeah.
0: Yeah no you you had fun going to the zoo and traveling around I'm pretty much obsessed with obsessed with Succession on HBO I finally started watching it and yeah. god damn that show is so great it it made me realize what works about reality shows like with with wealthy people I never understood why people like that stuff but then Please I explain, saw
1: i I've I've got nothing
0: Well And then watching Succession, which is a scripted drama, so it's not a reality show. But somehow, like, I feel like I've learned to understand the mindset of just someone who would watch, like, a reality show. So basically just Succession is a scripted drama about the Roy family, which is just, like, the patriarch who runs a news media organization. Picture, like, Rupert Murdoch. I hate them already. Exactly. No, you should. You should hate them. Because that's the thing. It's just, like... Uh, these people like they're all terrible people, but the reason it works is because there's certain aspects of their personality that makes them relatable to you. So in a sense, you can support someone because you see them in a certain light that kind of reflects some of the stuff that you've been that we've been through as like as individual people in our lives.
1: So you're watching a show about a bunch of horrible people and you're starting to find them relatable.
0: To be fair, these are fictional characters, so that's probably where I can kind of just like, oh, it's all right for me to root for them because they're not real people. Like, if they were real people, I'd be fucking pissed. But but also, but yeah, you know, just, you know, they can be rich, but they're rich assholes. But also, you know, you see where some of the asshole nature comes from either their their the situation that they dealt with in their childhood, or just their deficiencies in their character, and where they try to compensate for some of that stuff. So, in a sense, you can kind of root for them in that you want them to, like, overcome that individual arc of just, to, like, the struggle that they're going through. And you're rooting for them to become better people. Exactly. Because there are moments where they become good people. Okay. But also, they're still terrible people. <laughs> so, so you can you can root for them, but at the same time, you'd be like, ah, fuck these guys. They, but it's also fun and it's well acted. The performances are great. The stories are really well written. And then season three starts on October, and HBO Max is not paying us to say that, but they should because oh. this is a great show, and I will talk about it if they want me to. If they want to give us some money for it,
1: hey man, the, the season three of Doom Patrol is coming out around the same time, and that's the one I'm excited for. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, season uh, the new season of Curb Enthusiasm is also coming
1: yeah, out, do so that. we'll see.
0: I mean, lots of good television is coming Brendan
1: out. Brendan Fraser as a robot.
0: Come on. It's the best. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Doom Patrol is so absurd and over the top and yet weirdly grounded in characters and their story arcs. Highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. Also, there's a sentient genderqueer street. Wait, the street? Yes, a
0: street like a a road.
1: Yep. Wow, what? that's a character. That's a character in the show.
0: It is amazing, and they make it work. It works. All right, I guess I'll have to check it out. I. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I like not not because the street is uh, LGBTQ, but I'm just like, how does the how does a a street gain sentience? I guess I. I oh, they I don't explain to, that. I I got Okay, well I got to know how it functions in the story <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, so I know we're shooting the shit but I think we're going to cut it we're going to cut it off pretty short just because we're going to get to our topic right away. And the reason we're cutting it short is because we have a guest for the first time on the podcast. Today
1: is a very special episode.
0: <laughs> it's a very special episode of the podcast. We have a guest for our for this topic. We're going to get to the topic, and then, you know, we're just going to invite our guests to kind of just shoot the shit for the rest of the episode afterwards.
1: And Rudy, what is today's topic?
0: <clears throat> well, today's topic is another one of the hobbies that more most people gotten into during the pandemic. I know I did after I spent a lot of money on a mirrorless Sony camera.
2: Mm. And
0: it, well, because part of me just like I've been a shutterbug for a little bit, you know, ever since, you know, flip phones had you know, uh, cameras on them. And they're just like, okay, you know, you, you have a camera more in, you know, around you and you learn to, you know, practice taking more photos of stuff and all that stuff. And I remember most family gatherings. I like, I would take a few photos and apparently it turned out well because now I'm the designated photo guy. So I don't know either because I have the patience for it or because the photos actually come up well enough where, you know, just like people want to like, oh, Give it to Rudy. Rudy takes good pictures. And I'm like... I remember when one of my sister's friends said that out loud for everyone else to hear. And I was just like... (sighs) Oh my God. Thank you. I mean,
1: sometimes, <laughs> the, you know, public compliments are really nice. Yeah,
0: especially when it's like people outside of your friend group, where yeah. it's just like they didn't have to say anything. It's a little bit more impactful. And it's just meaningful. like, yeah, you heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Your friend said, I take great pictures. So fuck you. <laughs> Yo, sometimes I don't know why I have to say fuck you to them. It's just like. <laughs> 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 like it's just like I had to spike the football you got spike it <laughs> just in like everyone's yeah face. fuck you I take great pictures I was like this, this is the lowest stakes these are the lowest stakes why I are you know so upset
1: I've <laughs> had people hand me the cameras to take their photos uh, because they know somebody so and so takes terrible photos and how is it how hard is this you put the subject in the middle of the frame yeah keep, make sure it's in focus
0: yeah Make sure it's not at a weird angle. That's 90% of it right there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so anyway, so after all these years, I just decided after I had some extra money to burn, I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this mirrorless camera and I'm going to actually practice doing these, sh- you know, taking shots and photos. And, you know, it's, it's a bit touch and go, some of the stuff, okay. but, uh, our next guest would probably illuminate some more and help us out maybe just clear up some of the uh, uh, you know the hiccups and uh, of just trying to get started because uh, yeah again this is we're not claiming to be experts this is more just uh, a podcast to help you get started
1: I mean I've got a smartphone I point it I shoot it I take a picture everything is fantastic I don't What's so complicated?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> I just want to introduce our ne- our guest right now. He is a good friend of mine. Uh, he I've known him, damn, pretty much most of my life. So many years. I've seen this guy just carry around this like his Canon uh, DSLR nerd. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, Calber Marroquin, say hello, Cal.
2: Hello, everyone. Uh, thank you for having me on the show. Um, just the uh happy to share any kind of information or knowledge i've gained if you want to call it that i mean i guess experience uh, i would not call myself a professional photographer for any extent but just been shooting photos for quite a while now no no man we we need
1: you to sell yourself you are an expert you are a master photographer yeah yeah
0: <laughs> no no he's not an expert but it's just come on we we just started we don't have like the connections to like get a deep bench i'm sorry any leibowitz couldn't return our phone calls <laughs>
1: We've left messages. We We left all the messages.
2: Uh, Yeah. So, I mean, I I just, I have a lot of like the basic uh, knowledge and the kind of skills that you want to get into when you first start a photography. Actually, you know what? When uh, digital photography first came out, uh, I remember my first uh, digital camera was a five megapixel Olympus uh, little slider and that's horrible. and i remember somebody telling me like five megapixels that's overkill like why, do you not, why don't you have the 1.3 megapixels that was kind of standard those regular canon ones that were uh, power power shots i think and i said no this is this is the way i want to do it i want uh, five megapixels i want to be able to blow up a photo i want to be able to you know hold as many pictures as possible and uh you know years later um you know that's the megapixel war started happening is that you couldn't have enough megapixels but uh, yeah i
1: think my phone currently is around 20 23 something like that
0: yeah uh i think the new samsung the new sensor or something they're well they're trying to get like over 100 and some megapixels Woo! for their main shooter i re-
1: i remember my old flip phone those photos were terrible <laughs> like even when they were tiny thumbnail size they they didn't look like they were in focus
2: yeah no I, I didn't, right off the bat I kind of invested a good amount of money on that uh, and again it was still a small slider pocket camera although a little bulkier than the more popular Canon ones at the at the time so I, like I just already knew that I wanted to take photos the the whole digital idea was already part of my part of something I wanted to do you know film was still kind of like transitioning uh, I think I got a, another a Canon one right after that. Uh, I don't even know what the megapixels were by then. They started realizing that the megapixel didn't really matter as long as the camera itself actually uh, was worth anything. Okay. Uh, so now, you know, if you see like 30, 50 megapixels, you might just be getting uh, some kind of duh, just people just trying to throw those numbers around, make it feel like you were uh, getting something special.
1: Really? So now you got all that false advertising happening in the
2: in the yeah. camera game? Yeah. So right now I think the, the big thing that everyone's... Uh, uh, forcing is the uh, night modes and night shots, which is the bigger things, and we'll talk about a little bit about uh, the ISO uh, and how that really affects photos.
1: All right, man. So when you started off, when you were like, "I want to do digital photography," what was like that first one that you, like this is what I want to take photos of? Like, what any subject matter, anything that
2: really started you down that path? So again, uh, this was before or as uh, cell phones were becoming a little more popular. I don't even think this the Cell phones had cameras yet, Uh, so this was more just like, I want to be able to have a camera around and carry it with me and actually be able to just take photos of normal, everyday life. So this might have been uh, in college or something. Uh, But, yeah, so it was just mainly, I want to be able to take photos. I don't want to have to deal with the film anymore, taking them to Costco and all that. Uh, I want to have a digital record and just, you know, point and shoot on the spot. You have that unlimited film role if you... uh,
1: he Did you back. do a lot of uh, actual film uh, photography beforehand? Did you do any of the darkroom
2: so, mess? uh this was a little bit after I got my camera, but I was taking a, a, a photo class in college, and the year that I signed up for the class, the art department building was being renovated so we had no dark room so my first time (laughs) but i was so excited (laughs) so excited to take this. what in the
1: public school
2: (laughs) so excited to take this film class and it had to be a digital version of it so we actually had to uh take him on film but then you know have the slides uh digitized and then we work on photoshop so we never actually had the chance to (laughs) to do the dark room feel and uh, that's kind of But I, what I, this point I didn't get to do, but you have to skip that mess. Oh my
0: God. I was just thinking about just the whole uh, like film stuff and, you know, having to develop in a dark room. And (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just, I was like, so there wasn't a whole like, uh, uh, like, uh, maybe an option where you could just like go to like a one hour photo back then. Oh, for the zoomers out there. So a one hour photo (laughs) back when we were shooting film. Film is like, you know, like a strip of like this plastic or whatever that like actually records the image and then you just would have a process to turn that image into a piece of paper and then you'd have it. But then, you know, in order to share it, you'd have to like make more of those
1: (laughs) One hour photo, also a creepy movie starring Robin Williams.
0: Oh, that's a classic. It's a and classic. It really is good. Yeah, I know. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah. So, it, was there an option of just like, oh, <laughs> getting them developed at a one hour photo or something?
2: No, we we actually had to get them developed somewhere. So, okay, that okay. was the whole point. But we they wanted us to work on uh, scanning them. That way we can actually work on uh, Photoshop and be able to adjust the levels. And uh, speaking of the one hour photo uh, movie... I actually saw that uh, early screening sometime in college. So <laughs> kind of random fact, but uh, so I remember going to one of those uh, before it was fully uh, out to uh, the public. Was that like an outing with the, photo- the photography class? No, it's totally unrelated. <laughs> uh, did you uh, mess
1: around on Photoshop with like a red light bulb above you just to have that feel <laughs>
2: of the dark room? No, it might have been a slightly dim room, but it was nothing <laughs> like uh, <laughs> nothing like a dark room.
0: All right. All right. Uh, Cal. So we've, we've heard some of your experience, just like what got you started. So let's say for me, like I bought the new Samsung, I mean, not Samsung, sorry, the new Sony, like a, well, it's not that new, but it's new to me. So I bought the new, so I bought the camera and I'm trying to get set up with the functions. I know there's like three important ones, which is like the ISO and all that stuff, like ISO, the f-stop and all the other stuff. What, what I'm having trouble with is how do you choose where to put those settings at different times of day in order to get like a good shot?
2: Uh, so at the beginning, uh, when I first started getting into the DSLR, I did start with a film one. But when, my, when I got into uh, digital, um, it's more just like playing around with all the settings and you want to use everything on the camera. And you feel like they're all necessary in order to be this like amazing photographer. It's and wildly It's wildly overwhelming. Oh, it totally is. But when starting off, you want to use them all. Like you want to use all the settings. Uh, what you're gonna eventually realize is that, or you probably only want to use the one setting. So I, I stick to the aperture setting, which basically says um, I want to have my f-stop, my my, uh, you know, my depth of field at one set, and let the camera uh, focus for the most part. If you're doing more general focus, and uh, set the speed automatically. So I'm not adjusting all the all the knobs all the time. I adjust one knob and let the computer do the rest. Now, again, if you have the time and you're looking for something very specific, you have a tripod set up and you want a very specific uh, capture, then uh, you'll adjust more more of those settings. But leave the, leave the camera uh, to do most of the work. Okay, P- so pick finally, what you want. Neutral setting, and then just kind of... Yeah, pick what you want. So, again, if you, you want to get the full background, you might want to set your f-stop uh, to a really high number. You want to get the full... Uh, Full image, close up to far. If you're thinking you want to do something with portraits, you might want to set that into a very low number, just get the blurry background and again let the, the camera uh, do the rest. The problem with that is then uh, depending on the, the the type of day the time of day and your uh, budget is the the lens is gonna make a big factor. So spending a lot of money is unfortunately part of the deal. Uh, Ooh. And you'll <laughs> and you're gonna have to uh, figure things out and where you kind of your middle ground is. I mean,
1: so I'm all of my photography is literally just from my phone, point and shoot. How much am I really missing out on from having a digital camera?
2: Uh, yeah, so that's a, kind of the thing, we're, the place we're at. Everybody's a photographer now. Yes, um, yes, I am. I'm a professional. And, I could sell my stuff. I'm amazing. And it. it <laughs> I and, understand uh, why I was laughing. And it, that's totally fine. You know, I think the the, the more popular saying is like. Uh, the best camera is the one that you have on you, which is the, you know, basically your cell phone, because that's what everybody carries. Uh, but the feel that everybody is a respectable photographer now is a whole <laughs> different issue. Uh, just because you can take a photo doesn't mean you're taking a good photo. So it's, it's just a lot of take as many photos as you can, take all the photos that you can. Um, uh, similar to what Rudy was talking about, being that family photographer, I've already jumped into that role a long time ago, especially with that very first photo. Uh, first, uh, digital camera. Now, I would go to family functions. They're like, "Don't forget to bring your camera." Uh, so, uh, it's it's in that level where it's. Uh, I always have to have my camera with my. Uh, so, just uh, for clarification, I have a Canon Seven uh, D. Uh, it was uh, pretty new about five years ago. Again, they're growing bigger. It's nothing high end, but it's the the high end of the amateur models. I would think at the time okay. it was. So the higher ends, as you might imagine or have seen, if you're looking into it, is like the the, the 5D, the the Mark Mark V's, I think they call
1: them. Yeah. Do you go around with a case of different lenses that you swap in and out?
2: Uh, Yeah, I have about well, total, I probably have about six lenses gathered up now. I use about three of them. Uh, You always want to have a 50 millimeter, so that's what they consider to be the uh, the, your your more universal lens. And the, the reason why is when you look through the lens, you actually have that same uh, uh, image that you would without the camera. So, it's like basically putting your hands up and making that little square. And that's ah. exactly what you're looking at in the camera. Uh, so, that's kind of the recommended lens. And then I have a, a zoom and a wide. Uh, you decide, again, what are you going to take a photo of. Uh, but anyway, so as far as, uh, you know, being the family the photographer, it, it got far more complicated. And most people, because now you can just take a photo on your, on your cell phone... Uh, they expect that photo back instantaneously. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I took a whole bunch of photos and I, ha- I, I need to go home. I need to go and edit them. Uh, not every photo, even if, uh, you know, I, I cropped it and I adjusted everything the right way. When you go back on the, cam- on the computer and you see, a, you know what, I need to fix and edit this. So that takes a few days, not only just the time, you know, I got to make the schedule for everything else, but uh, I started doing that. I'm uh, making a slideshow for them because, you know. The, the, oh, that's <laughs> nice. Do you they, add music? Uh, and then that was the next thing. Well, you can't just have a slideshow. Now they want music too. So I started doing that as well. Uh, not as much, but uh, a little bit. Uh, also, uh, with all the photos that you would take in between all the burst shots, uh, kind of, kind of a little bit of an animation kind of goes into it. Just kind of uh, stuttered animation and then move into the the main photo. So it got a little bit too uh, too big for me just to take family photos and. Uh,
1: that's funny because that, – all right. So that just reminds me real quick that one of the, the funniest moments I have of taking photos, I was at this party back in college and two or three people were like, hey, can you take a photo of us? And they handed me somebody's phone to take a photo and in college you know, routine, they were not ready for the photo even though they had just asked me. So I just took a photo and then I took another photo and then another photo and I just kept taking photos while they were getting ready. Uh, And then they realized that I was taking photos and they started grabbing other people and then other people that came in. And so in the end I probably took 40 different photos and you can watch this like stop motion animation of just the whole party slowly joining in together to become a one big photography set. And it was was hilarious because nobody was ever in ready.
0: That sounds like a music video, right? Like, there's some kind of just like either punk band or like a country song.
1: It'd be great. I just needed to add the music to it. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. It's all very impromptu. Never been able to recreate a moment like that, but it was a good time. Uh, so, uh, yeah, just taking all those photos, that just reminds me of that. Uh, when you take your photos of uh, family and you take them home and you start to Photoshop, what are the main things you have to do when you Photoshop them?
2: Uh, so, because I assume you're not
1: adding dinosaurs and rockets and st- <laughs> or like making like everybody's hair blue or some fun something awesome and cool.
2: No, I, I'm not doing any like serious Photoshop and just, and actually I'm using a uh, Lightroom, uh, which is like a, a, a the new uh, Photoshop uh, okay. similar app specifically for photos. So uh, that's what I use. Uh, but no, what I'm doing is I'm I'm cropping them. I'm usually kind of adjusting the hues a little bit. What happens is a lot of times the photos get kind of washed out a little. Uh, again, depends on what kind of feel you're looking for. I, I don't overly uh, put filters. Uh, so I, I was uh, asked if I had a photo uh, of a family member at one point. And uh, I said, you know what, I have some photos going back. I'll take a look. And uh, uh, the person who asked me was uh, said... I, when I showed her the, the, the photo that I had, I said, can you uh, add a few filters to that? Um, <laughs> and <I'm> like, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, everyone <laughs> is so used to this, you know, Instagram and uh, Snapchat thing and it's like, no, I mean, you know, there's adjustments that you're going to make and I'm not looking to make these like fake, uh, dark, uh, super vignetted. Uh <laughs> no, but I want you to make me look like a kitty cat.
0: Cal, why can't you add little stars near the eyes and like shimmery, like, you know, facial features, and right? And so many, like, it's defects. super easy. I don't know why you, if you're you having trouble with that.
2: Yeah. So <laughs> IG does it in real time. Come on. Right. Like, that, that's not what I'm doing here. Like, I'm making, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making these. Selfies. Well, maybe one day you'll
1: be a master at photography.
2: <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that, that, that's the one reason I haven't jumped into a professional photography, just because I don't have any dog ear filters. <laughs> Oh, the barriers are getting higher and higher.
1: <laughs>
2: so yeah, the, the, the biggest thing is just um, that I would do is just crop things out, uh, zoom in on certain photos, uh, which kind of brings into the how to you know make your your photos stand out and what are you looking for when you take a shot, um, making sure that the subject or or the object that you want is actually at the, not necessarily the center of the focus, uh, not center center of focus but the center of your attention so you see a photo i know what this is a photo of okay. so you see uh, a fo- even a family photo you got this whole crowd of people um are you looking for them as a crowd and then you have people you know walking in the backgrounds the barbecue or whatever balloons uh they easily distract so what do i want the photo to be of uh what needs to be in focus uh little things get caught on the corners making sure those get cropped out and again just adjusting levels so they're not so washed out
1: okay okay uh
2: Again, uh, I didn't buy the camera to be a family photographer. Uh, I know that's kind of what, what we've been talking about. Uh, I did go out, take photos, night photos, uh, using the tripod specifically and, uh, you know, just nature walks, uh, amusement parks, uh, car shows, you know, anything that just caught my attention. I, I would always, uh, bring the camera along. And again, that's what just keep, keeps me going.
1: Do you have any current favorite, like, subjects that you want to take photos of?
2: Uh, you know, after, uh, after COVID, uh, the camera has been kind of put on on the shelf for a while. So <laughs> you I you don't want to take photos of like empty streets. <laughs> I just <laughs> didn't want to go out restaurants. into the empty streets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm sure the some of the best photos are probably happening over COVID, just because you have that kind of uh, those landscapes, those a uh, little bit surreal uh, you've seen online. Uh, but at the moment, my subject matters have uh, been changing. I'm probably looking for some new uh, new topics. Uh, just uh, speaking with Rudy, who just, uh, starting into photography, he wanted to get into, uh, night shots. Uh, and we went one time to, to do a little night shoot. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that in a little bit, but, uh, it's not, not with the new cameras, it's like, and we were talking about how night shots are a little bit better on cameras. It's just like, can, can I do the same photo on my camera as you can do on a cell phone? And it, and yes, and, and maybe not to the same speed. So okay. most people are happy with a small, uh, grainy photo because you can't really tell on the cell phone, right? You share all these night shots and they look great and you zoom them in and they're a little bit on the grainy side.
1: Yeah, my Samsung Galaxy advertises itself as being able to take really good night shots. I have not been able to take very good night shots but I am also dumb and I don't know what settings to even try playing with so I've never really played with it too much but none of my night shots ever really come out that good.
2: Uh, as they are expected. So the... Yeah. Uh, Most people think a night shot, you're going to get the same uh, level of detail as you do in in the day, and that's just not going to happen. Uh, But you're focused on this little screen, which makes just about any photo look pretty good. Uh, When I take it on my uh, full uh, DSLR, you you are expecting to blow them up a little bit. You're going to see them on the computer. You're going to see the little bit of graininess, And that's where you start getting this this ISO uh, comes into place. You know, typical, you're going to have a 100 setting. I don't know or remember what the ISO starting for at the moment, but what happens is okay. the higher you go into the thousands of range, uh, you have uh, more, uh, uh, more light coming through. Your uh, kind of receptors are a little bit more uh, receptive to, to the light, so you can get more uh, picture and detail at night. So, you know, it's a little bit of a trade-off. I am uh, uh, holding an older camera compared to these uh, new uh, cell phone cameras, so there is a little bit of hit or miss I mine. Uh, can do a little bit more detail in some cases. They just take a little longer because you do have to uh, focus them. You have to, you know, adjust settings a little bit more than you would with a camera, with a cell phone camera. All uh,
1: right.
0: Yeah, no, uh, just to s- go back and, you know, with hi- uh Calvert was talking about just, like, trying, you s- uh, like, the camera, like, night shots. Like, I asked him to come out to kind of help me, like, set up because, you know, everyone sees those cool night photos where they're just like, ooh, you know, like, the dimly lit, like, street and just like with the, with the with the street light there and it's all moody and atmospheric. and I'm just thinking like, of the poster for Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> but, so yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. So yeah, so no, so we went to this overlook that's south of LAX and we okay, were just trying yeah. to take some photos of just like the street, like cars that go by in the street and you just, those little light trails so Those are cool. Some of those photos. So, yeah, so we we took a couple and I was actually pretty pleased at the results. But, yeah, I was I was more just, you know, wanting to take more of those night shoot photos that like, you know, those moody things like something like, you know, something cool that like you'd probably use for the like the cover of a podcast like the the podcast art
1: you maybe add a little dark poetry over it oh god nah something yeah. moody
0: <laughs> take
1: some quotes from movies like the crow oh god can't rain all the time uh,
0: yeah I, I was I was thinking of that same damn line no, that's, <laughs> the the like, quote. Okay. that's the yeah that's, that's the, the one and that and Stone Temple Pilots always playing and like <laughs> the footage of them fighting like damn dude. good movie <laughs> but but yeah so I want I want to try to do that more just because you know i kind of like i don't know maybe take some cool like neon photos like i remember back eh, a few years back with Chinatown summer nights
1: oh yeah where i managed
0: to get like cuz every phone has like a manual mode now where you can kind of like adjust certain stuff and like whenever i shoot on on a cell phone it's like most of the time like my the first thing i do is kind of like lower the brightness a little bit and then just okay. like so they're like oh okay so like the colors pop a little more even though it ends up dark and then some of my worst photos it's just like, you only see the thing that's creating the light. And then everything else is just black. And it's just like, yeah, that's cool. And I look back and it's just like, no, no, this is just nothing. This is just nothing. So I mean,
1: sometimes it's washed out. It's, but it's for effective. Okay. It's okay. Creative so, intense. so
0: now that I have Cal here, so like night photography, like let's say I wanted to take a cool shot of like fucking in and out like, the in-and-out sign, but, like, you know, I don't want it to be, like, washed-out bright, but, you know, how far do I tone down kind of just, like, the brightness that still makes, like, the the rest of it pop, or if I have to change any settings for that to happen? Uh,
2: yeah, so a, a lot of that is trial and error, uh, and we, we did that the, the first night when we went out. Uh, and uh, on our original night shoot, just let me uh, go back for a second. Uh, we, uh... Yeah, so he invited me to go uh, do this night shoot. Uh, And right off the bat, I'm like, you know what? Uh, We're going to need a tripod. I brought my tripod because I know he was just like just take photos and you just go outside at night and take photos, right? And that's what you do. Uh, that is not what you do. You're going to get a bunch of blurry lines. You,
1: that's what you
2: do, <laughs> no, man. You, you take the camera, you point, you click, shit, done. What, what? Why are you complicating this, it's like, man?
0: It's night and I'm taking photos. Isn't that, that enough? That's enough.
2: That right? is not enough. You end up with all these like dark, little blurry lines. You zoom in and you can't even tell what you're taking a photo of. Yes, so, yes I do and that's why I stopped doing night photography. So, <laughs> So you do need a tripod. That's uh, the 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 most important thing, Uh, and leave your flash at home. Do not you don't need a flash at night. Okay. But it's dark,
0: Cal. But it's dark. I
1: need to be able to see. Yeah. How are we going to see all without a flash?
2: I use a flash during the day.
1: Why wouldn't I use a flash at night? Dark is dark.
2: Yeah. So. uh, What is this nonsense? You're a witch. Come on. So. So the two rules: have a tripod. Turn your flash off or leave it at home. Uh, what you want at night is you want, uh, so as earlier we talked about how you're probably going to want to set your aperture or your f-stop, making sure that your depth of field is a set. Uh, same thing at night. But the only thing is actually you want to focus more on your uh, speed instead at night. So you want a longer shot. And what we were doing, we were just practicing uh, taking longer, longer shots depending, I think we started around dusk. so. Uh, uh, and then we saw we saw the the timer get a little longer, so we were taking some two second shots, maybe uh, as the sun was going down. Uh, so imagine holding your camera for about two seconds. Uh, how blurry is that going to be? Ooh,
0: uh, that takes
2: too long. Yeah. By the end of the night, we were taking thirty second shots. Uh, so again, tripod is the the, the most important. Uh, and then going, if you want to go to in and out, what do we need to do? Well, the in and out sign itself is quite bright, mm-hmm. so yep. You're going to basically want to make sure you take a, uh, a longer shot so you can get a lot of the background. Uh, but for the, for the neon itself, in order for it to not actually you know, blind the whole uh, scene, uh, you want to close uh, your, your aperture. You want to let as little light as possible. And again, it's a whole lot of trial and error. Uh, there's even like filters to eventually make it darker. Uh, which kind of seems off that you want to make it darker in order to make it brighter. Um, But
1: I'm guessing because you've left the the lens open for so long that you brought in too much light to get everything, and now you want to darken it to kind of mellow it back out?
2: Yeah, So uh, exactly. So you're going to do that either... Uh, even though you use it a lot of times, they use it in the in, in daytime, mainly when you're trying to get like moving streams and uh, get the colors a little better, it can work at night as well. So, you, you know, trying to just get as much light as possible, uh, just not to be overwhelmed with like these bright lights. So, you're probably gonna have to do a little bit of balance here and there what's gonna pop and what's not gonna pop. Uh, again, tripod and just some time. You're not going to get on the first shot. Again, the cell phones do that automatically. and You're thinking like, why don't I just do it on a cell phone all the time? Uh, zoom in, make a full uh, 8x10 of it, and you're going to see why.
1: Okay, so I think all of us need to go out, take a photo of In-N-Out at night, and we'll see whose photo comes out the best.
2: I'm just upset
0: that I have to spend more goddamn money and just, like, get a tripod. Cal, are you in the pocket of big camera? Is that what this is? Big tripod. It's like, you and big tripod are trying to make me, like, oh, no, you want to take good night shots. You got to get a tripod. I'm like, oh, it's a fucking why, man?
1: It's already got the It's always expense
0: with you, Cal. It's, it's like, always Jesus. another expense. All right. Shit. All right. All right. But, um, but, yeah, with the whole, like, shooting, you know, with your phone. And, yeah, like, a lot of it is, like, the AI has improved. Just like fo- like photos in general, like even today, one of like the big high standard for you know cell phone AI improvement on like on photos has been Google because now like every every photo is kind of just like okay, we want to try and get like the best AI to kind of like just like fix all the errors or brighten up the photo and all that stuff. And Google has maintained the gold standard. That's why most people buy pixels is because it's like, I like the Google camera app yeah. because when I take the photo, it's just like, it comes out well. And speaking of like when I backed up some of my photos from Google on Google photos. Yeah. That AI is working and sometimes it would spit back some photo suggestions. Like,
1: Ooh.
0: like I took a photo of the, of the observatory. And I thought, oh, this is pretty badass. And I'm like, oh, whatever, it's fine. And then Google's like, hey, uh, Google uh, has a suggestion for your photo, and so it spits out this like cool black and white, and it adds much more kind of just like uh, character to the to the subject. Oh, and I was just like, motherfucker, did Google make it shoot a better photo than I did? It just like yeah. it took my photo and just like, hey, here. Here's a good one if you want to share that with your friends, like just like sarcastically, just like, hey, buddy, like I know you want to share some stuff. How about share a good photo?
1: And not (laughs) even that much. uh, That was Google's AI absentmindedly, offhandedly, just, oh, yeah, by the way, I did this for you. And just like you it's, know you know you
0: want to share it i mean cause, like because i saw some of your stuff and it's just like i don't know you might need this like you could have done this but you know you, you <laughs>
2: hey whatever you want whatever you want this is up for you it's just your art uh but on that not every black and white photo is a good photo because <laughs> everyone puts a black and white filter like i'm a photographer now because <laughs> it's black and white <laughs> like, it's Black no. and white no we need some rain on the window and some poetry it's
0: hey, to be over. clear look look i didn't take a black and white photo of a lawn chair with like the slats making the shadows <laughs> yeah. we've all seen that shit oh, yeah. in like freaking college she takes a photo <gasps> like
2: <the> that
1: contrast <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no totally totally don't, don't just put the black and white and make yourself a photographer you're not uh, and most people aren't
0: let's be clear like google did that and it was like the right choice i was really upset that it was just like fucking google like it was like, just, like yeah it made my photo better
1: i think i do have some good black and white photos of me from back in high school that somebody else took. And they're somewhere deep in my uh, Facebook. I'm going to have to pull those up.
2: Yeah, um, if you have them, we'll happen to see them. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you're doing black and white, you know, just make it intentional, right? Your, your whole objective is I want to shoot this in black and white so there's a reason. Not let me just have black and white filter and just go and see what happens. So, uh, work with that.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. Like, uh, it's very rare that I do any black and white photos just because, you know, it's unless you're trying to say something in your photo with it, it's just kind of hackneyed. It's just like, well, what the fuck are you doing with just having it black and white? I mean, you're just trying to be arty. Are you trying to be an arty? It's like, ooh, that's so arty. Um, but also, <laughs> one of the funny things about being the guy that, you know, people hand fo- phones to you to like, hey, take a photo because like you're really good at it. You'd be surprised. How many times I have to fucking wipe down a fucking the photo lens of a person's phone? Oh, why? Is because my take such nasty photos. Why are they all, yeah. all smeared and smudged? And and you know what? It's like and just to be clear, like yeah, you might think this is a hot take, but this is from statistical evidence from myself iPhone owners need to clean their fucking phones. All right. God damn it. Cause every time I like, I take a photo and I look at it. It's like, why is there this haze on the subject? And then it's like, Oh, it's cause your fucking camera lens is dirty as shit. Clean that shit. All right. So just, just a PSA to anyone who's listening. Um, if you want to take better photos, clean the lens first and then just start from there. If your photos turn out way better, like maybe that, that was all you needed to do. Because I see some like Instagram stories where everything's super hazy, especially night, where it's just like every light has a flare. And it's just like, (laughs) it's like, how dirty is your fucking lens on your phone? It's It's like, it shouldn't look like this. It's like, I know you have the latest and greatest phone. How come your
2: photos look janky as hell?
1: It's always the easiest and smallest things that can make a world of difference.
2: Yeah, the other, the other big thing, again, if you're just taking a photo either for a friend or just taking a photo in general is kind of be intentional with the photo. Uh, I have very little photos of myself because I'm always, you know, taking it behind the lens. So when someone says, can I take your photo? Uh, yeah, here, take my camera, take my photo. And they're all blurry. Um, <laughs> you know, nobody can take a photo of me or, you know, with a, with a camera. Uh, it's just important just hold the camera steady first take the photo, keep the photo steady until after the photo is complete. Most people want to just press the button and move. Uh, and that's, you know, uh, On I have an, an Apple phone uh, and they do this uh, live uh, live mode. So you kind of get a little video clip in the middle, uh, which is kind of cool. But that, the, the better part is that It kind of makes you take the photo and keep the photo there because if you see the little playback of that little mini video that it creates, uh, you often will just see the video shoot straight to your your foot. So you already know what's happening with the photo to begin with. It's already going to be blurry. Uh, (laughs) So it kind of gives you that little force. Like, if I'm taking a photo of this, let me keep it on the subject for, you know, two seconds. Like, just make sure that the photo is clear and in focus.
1: (laughs) All right. So while you were saying that, I took a photo of you. How does this look? Break it down for me. What do you think of that photo?
2: So this is obviously a portrait mode photo because <laughs> Oh yeah, this is
1: lazy. Uh, I
2: pulled out
0: my phone, I pointed, I clicked shoot, done. Okay, well, first off, just hot take from me. It looks pretty good. It looks it's like it's a cool like action shot. Like your face is steady and clear, but your hand looks like it was mid-motion. Mm-hmm. So it just emphasizes the candid nature that you're just like you just shot it. So it's just in natural you're not even noticing the camera which mid, i think adds to the photo mid-passion. but uh, what's your what's your opinion and do not contradict me this is my podcast <laughs> that
2: was my
1: photo tell me how amazing i
2: am uh no i mean yeah like we were talking about the the ais on the uh on the phones is incredible i mean just uh almost look like a uh a dslr you have have the you know in focus uh center with everything else blurred out so it actually did a pretty good job at that and and you know, overall, the framing is pretty good. I will say for the record, I took three
1: photos. Uh, I deleted the other two. <laughs> uh, just, just curious, why did you delete the other two? Uh, your eyes were closed in one, and in the other one, you were mid-movement, and so you had some blur. Uh,
0: so you already added, like, put more effort than any other person that tried to take a photo of Calvert. <laughs> I
2: mean, no, yeah. And, 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 <laughs> and that's already, that's right there is it. Like, you you, you took the photo and you actually, like, Took the minute to say, "Is this the photo that I want?" Obviously, you don't want people with their eyes closed. Most people just take a photo like, "Whatever, whatever you got, that's what you got." (laughs) Uh, Were were you moving in the photo? And like, so uh, right there, it just gives you that little attention.
1: That's real life. People are blurry in real life.
0: Sometimes people have their eyes closed. Don't call me blurry, motherfucker! I'll kick your ass. It's gritty. Don't call me blurry. All right, you son (laughs) of a bitch. (laughs)
2: yes people have their eyes closed so unless that's your intention to have their eyes closed then uh your photo was terrible and uh, i just wanted to capture your passion (laughs) no it's a totally uh uh, a good photo and uh again relying on the ai if that's again what you want that's fine uh you may even zoom in and see that's a little bit blurry I i believe uh so, again, we're talking... You're about, calling my photo blurry? <laughs> oh, I'm I mean, going to zoom in. We're going to find out. I'm talking like, <laughs> <about, laughs>
0: you're blurry, motherfucker. You're blurry.
2: The is the, the I, I should say, more than the blurriness, because the the, the the blurriness was intentional uh, by the phone. Uh, All right, he's not wrong. It's a, It's
1: got a little grainy. Yeah, yeah so, it, so it the, definitely does.
2: So, we're, we're in a pretty, uh, you know, dimly lit room here. It's already evening. Uh, but that's what, what's what we're saying. If you're going to take something dark... Uh, for the most part, you're happy with whatever your phone takes because it's going to take a photo in an instant. Uh, now, it's going to be fine to put on Facebook and present your friends and they're going to be like, oh, this phone's amazing. And then you're going to go home and you're going to print this out and you're gonna like, why is this photo so ugly? <laughs> you know? So it's
1: like surface level, it's a good photo, but it just – it doesn't go any deeper than the surface.
2: Yeah, so it's- this is good to make a, a 4 by 6 if, if Again, if anybody's even collecting photos anymore, more people just – Put them on their phone, and they'll never show it or see it uh, aside from Facebook and Instagram. Uh, those of you actually want to have a photo uh, at their house uh, printed, then you you want something a little bit more substantial. Got it.
0: Oh yeah, here's a here's a pro t- tip. Uh, if you're posting on Instagram and, and you're just wondering, just like why does this photo look shittier, even though I, you know, got this great like lens or whatever, it's because. The posts are set to 1080p. So if your camera out, like, like again, if you have like the big fan, you know, the latest and greatest cell phone and you're taking this high, you know, high resolution photo, like Instagram will render your, will basically downgrade your photo to fit the 1080p. So that's why you can take an amazing photo, but then when you submit it, it'll look like shit because Instagram is doing that work so if you're going to post a good photo make sure to kind of like downgrade it one of the one of the tips I use is like I'll take a screenshot of the photo that I took and then that will automatically come out at 1080p and so it'll be fine but yeah so just just to be clear like yeah you can set all the high settings you want but Instagram will screw you over if you don't you know downgrade the photo yourself. He's taking another photo, Calvert, while he's talking.
2: I, I was going to have my eyes closed the entire time just so he could take it with the eyes closed, but uh, <laughs> I didn't know how long he was going to take a photo for. So I'm scrolling through filters. <laughs> <laughs> Automatically a professional photographer now.
0: <laughs> it's like achievement unlocked.
2: <laughs> you, I
0: am professional photographer. I like, Okay, so we've been shooting the shit about just trying to get started and some of the stuff that you, you know, you have to face. So one thing I decided to kind of just like fill out more of this, uh, you know, photography segment is Tyler and I have compiled five of our best photos from our photo library. So Tyler has five. I have five. You're going to see these on the Instagram page and then you guys comment and just tell us which one looks like crap, which one looks awesome. Like Tyler's going to look like crap. Mine's are awesome. Anyway. Uh, but we're gonna have we'll Calvert see. take we'll a look at these, and you know, It'll be a we'll, live like poll. point out some of the stuff, like in like you know, just our method, and uh, and just you know, just see just his take from you know his experience of taking photos. Uh, Tyler, do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, I, uh, here's a, a nice little photo of a bumblebee that I took that landed on my knee.
2: Um, so, the first thing that you uh, uh, learn about when you started like going more into photography is they call this like the rule of thirds. Um, And what happens is you break up uh, your photo into, uh, I guess, three columns, three rows. And you want uh, your subject to fall into one of the intersects. So uh, basically into the four corners. So yours is pretty centered, uh, which is most people, they say, let me take a photo of this. I want to put it in the middle of the picture. Uh, It becomes kind of a boring photo. So uh, what happens is you, you... Basically, want to crop it to somewhere where the photo, where the object is kind of doing something. So uh, what I did is just kind of zoom in where maybe you might want to focus uh, your thing. So it looks like it's something that's happening on this photo. Sorry, rotate it. Um, so again, it's a, a pretty cool B photo. It's pretty zoomed in, but uh, I would off-center it to some extent. So okay, I'm showing. I- so it looks like it's crawling. So if I put the the B out to one side, it's it's doing something. Damn it! You had my phone for three seconds, and now it's a better
1: photo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, go to
1: your next one. Go to your next all one. right, my next next photo is uh, you know what you have to take a photo of when you're a guy and this is all you ever do on Instagram is here's a photo of fear
0: <laughs> Ooh, I like that. Photo.
2: So very very cool uh, reflections and such. Um, very centered uh it it's almost an advertisement if you're thinking just just a picture of a beer uh it has I no context eating, that's how good it is so you know yeah. it's <laughs> almost I, a
1: cartoonishly just like a mug of beer
2: yeah so again a little bit off-center a little bit more context maybe where you're at or you know what, what it's about so all i'm seeing is a little bit of reflection so even you just cut it just a little bit to the side so i'm mean, just again just cropping uh make it focus make it your wallpaper Okay, that so might become the wallpaper. wallpaper. And again, we're, we're, uh, when we're talking about what do I do on, on uh, Lightroom or what are the kind of the settings I do, is again, cropping is kind of the, the, the number one. Uh, making sure that the objects are a little off-centered if they, uh, if they need to be. Uh, again, make them a little more interesting.
1: All right, photo number three. Here's a
2: flower. Ooh, that looks, light. Oh,
0: looks nice.
2: A little pink. Not dead center, but... Uh, no, not, not dead center, but it feels like the the flower is facing something. So, you know, you give the, the flower a little bit of personality. So I want to know what's happening to the left of the photo a little bit. Uh, this would have probably have been a better uh, crop the other way. Uh, so I wanted to, I wanted to know what's over here a little bit more, or at least give it some space to breathe. So it's Ooh, a little bit okay, too okay. much on the edge.
1: Okay, a little too close to the edge. All right, I hear
2: you. And sometimes you, sometimes, uh, leading the, 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 person to the edge of the photo is a good thing if that's kind of what you're, what you're going for. But a lot of time, uh, giving it that extra space, uh, for the photo.
1: All right. Here's another dead center, uh, cup of coffee in my, uh,
2: <laughs> travel mug. So again, a dead center photo. Dead center. Um,
1: <laughs> I was really impressed when I got that coffee that uh, they filled it to the brim. Yeah, no, I was very
0: excited right about that. There, like it just dead stops right at the. the, the yeah,
1: lip of the photography cup. aside, I was excited. I uh, appreciate I'm not, that I'm not,
2: Yeah, but I'm not looking at the at the overflow. I'm looking at the words on the cup. So that's what stands out the sure, very first sure. thing I see it. So if you're if you say this is a photo of the overfilled cup, then. Uh, all those words are distracting. You know, m- you know, making sure that, that I want to oh, know what oh, the overfill right is. Just
0: a little
2: cropping. You know what? Uh, so
1: we're, we need to f- post like our photos, but then also Calvert's crop of our photos. Just to show like that. But yeah, just
0: the crop because he just zoomed into the part of the photo where you were talking about, just like how they filled it up to the, get to the brim. Yeah. again, that could work as, a, yeah. as your wallpaper. You yeah,
2: yeah the, otherwise, the, the photo's too busy, especially with words. So if you have like words and, and text in, in your photo, uh, you know, the, the intention is that I want to read what's happening and most of the time it's just, background words sure. you know you're wearing a dumb shirt because that's just what you had today right i don't care about your shirt i want to see your face or whatever stop hey, describing hey, hey. my He's wardrobe wearing
0: a clever shirt all right
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> these words are hilarious i got your back buddy
1: <laughs> all right you know what uh, so i handed a different photo but i swapped out last minute because we were talking black and white so this is a photo a friend of mine took of me back in high school uh because i was that guy in high school who bought a zoot suit for prom so she was also into photography, so she was taking photography classes. So maybe this one will get higher marks. I, it, subject dead center, but still, let's see. Let's see.
2: Uh, yeah, so you can definitely see the the intention. Um, it is blurry, though. I don't know if it's just because of an no old photo. It's the it, yeah, yeah, it's an so, old photo. So I, I
1: literally just pulled it down out of Facebook. So
2: okay, so so assuming you know it was, it was in focus, quality. as was the only thing I would say. Yeah, the fact that it's too dead center, I think, uh, pulls away a little bit from it because this is a, actually a pretty good contrast. Uh, so you, you're in a zoot suit with the pinstripe, so, which adds a little bit of character to it. Um, a brick background. Yeah, uh, yeah. so a little bit of a grayish background with the, the brick layer. So it definitely works, uh, again, if, if you were to crop it to one direction. And, and usually it's the direction that you're facing. So if you, uh, in this case, you're uh, facing to the left, or actually downward, but give you some space to the left of the photo. That way... Uh, you have something to uh, to draw your uh, attention in you're not just uh, in the middle of the photo okay so, yeah just because you're in the middle of the photo does not make it a good photo or the photo that you want uh, to convey
1: oh, I was so young in that photo
0: Nah, uh, we all were buddy <laughs> <laughs> okay so I remember being in that photo so now it's like, OK, like so now we get to my photos, which I'm going to win just by default because uh, the assignment was five of your photos, not four of yours and one of your friends. So you uh. fail, automatic fail. So now let's get to mine. My first photo is the, the Yayoi Kusama pumpkin at Naoshima Island
2: all your travel photos yeah so the first thing you're gonna notice is uh, just (laughs) in the subject matter it's like we're getting exotic destinations versus you my corner hey fuck you it's awesome (laughs)
0: fuck you i win i win (laughs) next photo uh
2: no definitely a much better uh photo so this is of uh some giant uh pumpkin uh (laughs) and that's what i'm going to call it uh it is it is a pumpkin yeah i i Pretty good landscape. You, you off-centered it to the right, which is perfect. Uh, I don't know if I can zoom in a little bit. Yeah, uh, so uh, this island right here on the left, it, it's, it's very, very bold, uh, and that kind of pulls you away from it. It's not part of the, the subject, so I want to crop that out. Uh, maybe even focus on the ocean a little bit background rather than the, the cement or the, the docking area. So it now becomes a little bit more centered. Otherwise, uh, it's a full landscape with a pumpkin in it, whereas if I zoom in a little bit, it's like a pumpkin with the background.
0: Okay, so just make the pumpkin stand out more. Make it
2: stand out and get All rid right. of, uh, you know, the, that island in the back that really folk, uh a little bit too bright.
0: Okay, so now the next photo is, again, from my trip. <laughs> this is the deer in, in Nara that, like, Google kind of like had a hand in this because it made this photo black and white. I didn't make it black and white. So, Cal, so. here's your take with my, uh, adjusted photo. So, this is your
1: four photos plus your Google photo.
0: I got you. Hey, hey, They're, I'm sorry. Sure, I'm sorry that okay. Google saw my photo and it's just like, Hey, look, hey, look, bro, I'm going to bless it with some extra art. All right. So, there you go. It was a little
2: art for your art. Uh, so this one is a photo of, uh, you know, some, some deer. And this guy in a Hawaiian shirt with a watch. Uh, that's what it's about, right? <laughs> so,
0: hey, hey. He, it's it's natural, natural setting. Like, I couldn't, like, look. I can probably, like, po- in post, like, crop out the dude. I don't it's know. Candid, but, it's but it's candid. It's a slice of it's, life. It's life, Cal. Life isn't, like, neat, all right? Sometimes it's messy. Uh,
2: that's exactly the point, though. Uh, <laughs> as, as a photographer, uh, your intention for the photo has to be... Uh, you know, it has to be clear. So if, if you were focused on that, on that deer, then it sure that, that, that deer is the focus. So I can't, even, I can't even crop them out. But, uh, you know, th- this would just unfortunately be a cool photo for your memory, but not a photo that you're going to present because, uh, you don't want this guy's arm in there. Uh, if anything, I, I want to, I want this uh, deer's face and that middle photo cropped out right there. Uh, and you'll probably show a actual
0: crop of it. All right, all right. I'll crop it. If you
2: if, if you wanted it to be an actual photo, not just uh, a memory. It's an actual photo. Fuck you. <laughs> it's a uh, picture.
0: Oh. You know what? You know what? Next, we're moving on. It's whatever. like the difference um, between art and decor. Okay, we're going to show... Okay, the next one actually inspired the cover for the uh, podcast. Ooh. So this was uh, a sunset shot from uh docweler beach sunset shots in l a are always hard.
2: Uh, yeah. uh yeah no, this is uh one one of those uh awesome sunsets that you catch every once in a while if you happen to be out there uh no it's it, it's it's a really good photo um and this has to do with just uh, your your location so probably not the best location like I, if if you were just a little bit lower i i would i would like to have those palm trees. Uh, higher, but again, that's you know where, wherever you're at as far as uh, taking the photo. Um, I, I see a little bit of this building on the right side, which I uh, either want to see none of it or more of it. Uh, just otherwise, it's just kind of intruding in the in the photo. So again, uh, your your whole focus is going to be this sunset, and you have a little bit of these dark cars, which I uh, don't really pull away because they're, they're quite dark. Uh, but that building on the right side definitely pulls
0: me away. So another cropping issue. Another
2: cropping. <laughs> <It's,
0: laughs> that seems to be the takeaway here just like all these like so your expert just says crop. <laughs> just crop. But, yeah, but just no, no. But, on your actual subject. But no, no. We, we also had constructive criticism, all right? Yeah. It's just, again, if you were if you were ap- apt to play a drinking game and every time Calvert said crop, you'd probably die of cirrhosis right now.
2: <laughs> uh, no, but I, but I think that's kind of like the, the, the main thing uh, about uh, photography is being intentional, uh, and most people just take a photo because their subject was in the photo. Uh, no, make sure that yep. I yeah, know that is what you're doing. Correct.
1: Taking. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's why you take photos.
2: Anyway, My subject
1: so- was the beer, so I took the photo
2: of the beer.
0: <laughs> why
1: are you complicating things?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next photo is a shot from uh, the street Wilshire Boulevard. This was pretty cool because uh, I got this stop the stop sign that's like kind of just like. Eclipsing the the sun a bit, so you kind of got a cool little flare effect. So I want your take on this one because I've actually used this as my wallpaper for my phone a few a uh, few years ago. Okay. Uh
2: yeah, so a uh, uh, cool subject and, and angle it really works, uh, especially with the light in the background. Uh, but you go to that same uh, thing that it's everything's dead center and it just kind of takes away, makes it a little bit more boring. Uh, so, the, the building on the right that has those reflections or the, the kind of glassiness, uh, that, that's a really cool effect. On the left side, there's nothing there. So, why even have all of this on the left and top? So, again. Because it's cool
0: and I want the Wilshire sign to be center so you can see where I'm at, you know, for the ladies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drop so a we'll, pin. I'm out here on these streets,
2: ladies. Come on. <laughs> Just trying to drop a pin. I I think you'll still see the Wilshire sign. In fact, (laughs) uh, you'll be drawn a little bit more to it rather than uh, just looking at the middle of the photo.
1: (laughs) Use the architecture. So if you know, you
0: know. All right. All right. Okay. So that was four. Let's see. That's the fifth one. Um, You know what? Okay. This one, it's another shot of the deer. But this one kind of just like was an action that kind of had an unintentional blur effect. So I was like, "Hey, this one has character," but I was like, "I don't know. Let's. What do you think?" I don't know. Art's supposed to be intentional. Uh,
2: yeah. So this is would have been a good shot if uh, oh, if you, you got if the you face meant. in in in, uh, in focus. Uh, so it's just at that limit where it's almost there. Uh, it just uh didn't quite cut it, but everything else uh would have definitely worked with it.
0: Hey, hey, life comes at you fast, Cal. All right. I, you're you're lucky I cut the photo. A quarter mile at a time.
2: <laughs> and that's a that's the thing. Um be, being lucky you caught the photo is one thing, but uh as a photographer if you're trying to go into something that you know a little presentable, then that's kind of the kind of the point, kind of the job. You're there to anticipate what's gonna happen and just be ready at all times. Hey man, hey I didn't expect to have like this deer kind of just like run at me. You should have. Uh,
0: screw you man you know what (laughs) we're gonna post these and then people can comment about which ones are awesome which are mine and which ones suck which are other people's I don't know I'm not gonna point names but (laughs) but yeah no it's it's fucking yeah like some of this stuff is actually pretty good but yeah it's just I think the main takeaways are just like playing your shots don't be afraid to crop just like make sure the focus of the photo is correct and clean your fucking lenses people god damn it seriously that i don't know why that pissed me off more it's just like it just seemed a constant thing where i see someone's stories and it's always like glassy and like fucking uh you know blurry like like someone put vaseline on the lens and it's just like your phone i know the phone you have you have the latest phone and how come your lens looks dirty like this
2: like right right count. no I no, totally agree because uh, a, a lot of photos that I've seen uh, they always have this uh, you know light shining through and, and learning through everything and it's just it, it is pretty gross so just a quick wipe down on your t-shirt or something uh, makes a big difference Really, I was
0: expecting you to say like microfiber lens uh, cloth, you know, microfiber cloth.
2: Right, but since everybody's a photographer and carrying on their uh, camera, just yeah, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the, the least you can do is just wipe it down. But yeah, if you have that microfiber cloth and you're actually getting into photography, uh, having a a, a good uh, lens cleaner. I, I have a, a lens pen. It has a little brush on it with a other size that carbon uh, filter uh, rub that's supposed to make all the grime go away, which is pretty good. Uh, and as far as uh, other material, you know, just uh, tripod. Oh, and if you're taking a night photography, uh, don't take a photo of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what else is there to take a photo of? Unless you have a like 600 millimeter lens, uh, you're going to get a dot. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey, unless you have the new Samsung S21 Ultra, then you can take a photo of the moon. Like, again, they're not sponsoring us, but if they want to send us some money or a phone, you know, I'll take it.
1: Yeah. No. I've got the the 21, but it's not an ultra.
0: Well, I don't know. I think you might have that feature too. I don't know. Check. Check online. Not right now. We're in the all middle right. of a show.
1: Well, I think I think Calvert needs to put up some of his own photos so we can see how amazing his are. And I think we also all need to take a photo of In and Out and see how that turns out.
0: Okay, that'll be another assignment we do. That's the challenge. Uh speaking of In N Out, I like since we still have a little time left on the podcast before we have to close. Uh, you know, I we Started talking about our burger tier list. Now, granted, like In N Out is like it's it's not in the running because you know everyone loves In N Out here. It's like no one's gonna say In N Out's
1: really top tier of fast food, but it's still fast yeah. food. Yeah, so you know, it doesn't seem like it counts as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and the only reason I'm even deigning to invite his opinion is because I said some stuff about a certain place called uh Father's Office. Now, to be fair. I said they have a great burger, all right? It's great. And I love that they went out of their way to make sure that just like, yeah, you know, no substitutions. You want ketchup, get the hell out. <laughs> <laughs> but I've classified it as A tier and then plan check as S tier. S being superior, Cal. I know you Oof. watch anime, so you understand that reference. Oof. So, so yeah, but we were just talking. It's the throwdown. We were just going through some of that stuff. And then I'm just like, all right, so which... Other burgers, would you add to our tier Life-long list?
1: Lifelong friendships about to be ended.
0: Okay, so just just to be clear, where we are at, it's like our current ranking is um, Plan Check S tier, Father's Office A tier. Uh, what was it like? Stout was like around B. St- yes, yeah, Stout, stout or weird. Umami.
1: Stout, stout and Umami, I think those are pretty comparable. And like, like, I want B to level. Like, I stout like Stout B.
0: more, but Plan
1: okay, you check know, is you know so what? Good. Stout
0: will be A, and then uh, Umami burgers like B tier. That's fair. I I like think beer, that's like a B tier. And then uh, and then for the record, five guys is F tier or shit tier or whatever I, the I, lowest I, no. tier is. No, we've already established that. It's Fuck. too late. Cal, it, it's do you it's any response? It's in the fast any, any food response? category. It's in
2: the fast food category. <laughs> no, so uh so I you, you've no you've know no I argue uh father's office forever to be S tier, if anything, you're gonna if you're gonna, nah, if you're gonna nah, tier man. it. So uh Ooh, we're man. gonna be going back and forth on that one. Uh but it is a tasty this, burger. Yeah. Uh, which is actually why I would actually classify Stout Burger right along with Plan Check. I think they are very comparable burgers. Uh, similar, uh, so flavor a profile. Tiers. Yes. So you would say a I would tier say, uh, Plan F- Check along with, uh, Stout are on the same tier A, which, uh, Father's you, Office... off How dare you,
0: how dare you bump down my burger, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh,
2: umami, is def- I haven't had it in a while, but I, I would uh, agree with probably a B tier. Yeah. I mean, it's a
1: solid burger, but it's not top.
0: Tier. You know, uh, I saw that Umami Burger opened a new uh, a new restaurant in Santa Monica on uh I want to say it's not not era Ari- not a uh, Santa Mo- South of Santa Monica's like Olympic? No, that's not Olympic, is it? No, the one be- no Broadway, Broadway. It's on Broadway and Sixth. I want to say.
2: Uh, i don't remember the location uh so in, in this ranking for you know so let's say in and out is, uh, would be what tier according to this uh, level that we're going well with.
0: well we didn't include it because it was more just kind of general like this not like chains but just like small i just yeah. took that shot at five guys because this guy kept bringing it up and i was like Look, fuck that Puck burger. you get a one Dude, I'll buy you a bottle of A One. All right, that is no justification to spend twelve upwards of twelve dollars for a dry hockey, hockey puck. It's not a dry hockey puck. Yes, man. it it's is. Yes, it is. If you get yes, it is. All right, you know we're gonna move on because we're just gonna prices. keep going this back and forth with, like your with your wrongness. With your wrongness, wrongness. Anyway, uh, another burger i like is like. Oh, wait, what were you going to say? Oh, I was
2: going to say the other one that's kind of coming up is a uh, Hi-Ho Cheeseburger. Uh, so that one's definitely... Uh, They're fine. I, I, I would I would not put it up there, you know, at the, the stout uh, level, but it, it's definitely uh, something worth mentioning. It's it's notable,
1: but it's also cheaper than a lot of those others. Really? Really? It's uh, like, it's not that great? Because
0: like... That's true. I... I I I mean I don't know. It I'm just, spit on like it. it's it a lot of ink has been like spread about how like great this burger is. Like I every review yeah. I've seen it just like how great this burger
2: no, is No, no, that, definitely a great burger, but that's why I was trying to get a level of, of what this ranking system that you are going based off of. Uh so <laughs> in, in that case if you would call it a C tier, it just kinda sounds like okay, C is not a very average burger, but no, it's definitely above an average burger. Uh, you know what but, I would
1: take over high Ho though? I would take uh, American Beauty, the the window. The
2: window uh, the yeah, see, if you're trying to, yeah, I would rag them very similarly. So if you're trying to like make the, you know, top five and you're trying to put order, order them all, then uh, I would probably go the window over high hole only because I think they're a little bit cheaper, right? I mean, you can get like two burgers for almost the price of the, maybe. The, the high hole. I mean, I mean but,
1: the window's been really busy lately. Uh, and they also redid their whole area. So they took over their whole parking lot and turned it into a, a dine in, like outdoor seating spot. Yeah. And
0: no they nice. also had a, big labor dispute with their employees. Like, I guess, um, oh. yeah, no, the the because the, it's supposed to be, it was a steakhouse restaurant that also operates the window as like a side business.
1: Oh, I didn't even realize and,
0: that. And apparently, yeah, they were trying to stiff their employees like, yeah, you know, come back, you know, at this amount of level. But then they fired like a good majority of them to oh. kind of reset the prices, uh, to reset the wages. And then they're like, they're bringing people back, but with less money and some shit. So it was a big to do. Eater did a great article just breaking down this whole thing. I don't know what the situation currently is because it's been a while since I've been down that area, honestly, because of the whole COVID thing, you know, because... You know, it's slowly opening up, but then it's like, do I really want to go everywhere? It's like, I, there's some places I want to go, but I don't want to go everywhere right now.
1: Mm. Yeah, I mean, I definitely still I'm starting to tip my toe out there and go a little bit more places. Like, you know, listen, as far as burgers, also shout out to Hinano Cafe.
0: Oh yeah, I, I think we that. mentioned it's a it. Cafe,
1: but it's a full on bar.
0: Yeah, we mentioned that in the in the previous podcast. It's a, it's oh yeah, it's a fairly yeah.
1: cheap, modestly priced burger. Um, simple.
2: Yeah, that one I have not made my way over to there. Um so well, I, we'll drag you out to-
1: there. I also like their uh breakfast burrito
0: <laughs> <laughs> i had uh one good breakfast burrito that i've heard so much about uh lucky boys in pasadena oh i've heard about it yeah it's like there. i've had it it's it's pretty good okay. like the cheese like i don't know maybe the hash brown's a little too much in there but uh but that's true of pretty much any like breakfast burrito like true. it depends like sometimes you'll hit a pocket where's like a ton of potato and it just like Sucks out all the flavor
1: Cause like That's what I'm more Interested in Than the burger list Is the breakfast burrito list Okay well
0: that's gonna Take a while long. Right? Actually you know what I, I also thought about Like To do a proper tier list I, I think would be Kind of like A fool's errand Just because There's so many places In LA to get a burger They're That really it's kind of hard To narrow it down Like Even if you exclude The chains Even if you exclude The yes. chains Yes Like uh And then like Even then like Well do we draw a line on regional chains? Like Umami is like a regional chain. Like, I mean, well, granted, like it's, well, it's semi-national. Like, yeah, it's, like how it,
1: big can the chain be before we yeah. take it off the list?
0: Yeah. Like Shake Shack is not on this. No, list. No Shake Even Shack. though Shake Shack is, look, Shake, a b- Shake Shack is a better burger than Five Guys. And you get. I will not argue that. Yeah. I, will, I, I do enjoy. For Shake the Shack. money and, the, and the, the value that you get. I'm just
1: saying, you know, Shake Shack doesn't need any hate.
0: No, no, no! Caves you say five, like five guys. Five guys is bullshit. Anyway, whatever. But uh another burger I miss that I just thought of because I I saw on their Instagram that they were bringing back their Barfly menu is the Misfit, which is another restaurant in Santa Monica. Actually, it was Good one spot. of my favorite bars to go to. I mean, still is. But again, I'm. They had a great happy hour. They had a great. They they still do. But um, you know, it's like. I'm not driving to Santa Monica in the middle of the day or later in the afternoon just to go. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. I but also, home,
1: I can work from a bar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just need Wi-Fi. But yeah, part of it is just like, eh, you know, because the Misfit is mostly indoors. So that's why. I mean, it I is. know they're putting out new tables like outside. They like, they have like, they can have, have a turn in the alley where they could kind of expand there. But again, you know, it's still an alley where people need to cars trucks need to go into drop off yeah. shit and all that stuff. But yeah, that's one of the places I miss. I really love the drinks there, the food. I think the the Misfit, like their their signature drink, is kind of just like a, a a fancy Negroni. I think last time I checked, I don't know. No no shade. I'm just saying that like it was a Negroni, but they just called it the Misfit. I think. Yeah. I don't know, but a twist on it, which is fine. Which is again, no shade. I love the place. It's like I I miss it. I need to go back there. But also maybe if there's less people. <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, no. The only last place I, you know, kind of a worthy mention would be uh, the Apple Pan, which I passed by the other day, uh, and the, the lines is growing. So it might even be harder to, to get a, a burger from there. But that definitely is something worth trying out. And I think that falls along the lines of a uh, uh, high Ho cheeseburger. Uh, yeah. Be, the the flavor wise, it, um, a little bit different. So it could even be better if, if you like the, the hickory uh, burger because that one's the, the one. It is get. good.
1: Um, and that's definitely like a, an older. Old timey, like diner kind of feel. Mm, yeah,
0: definitely Glee-y so. Greasy, yeah. In a good way, is,
2: is, is great. Uh,
0: yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we did mention the the the, the Apple, apple pan, pan in the last podcast. I think we rated it as B. Was it B or Probably A? B tier. Yeah, we B tier. I mean, like, it would definitely look. Look, be- it's not a bad burger. It's just no. not the like. Oh, this is like, you know, like you should visit it. It's if,
1: cash only. If, it can be you should hard visit it. to get a soda. I know, seat. I know you hated
0: the whole like paper cup yeah, I'm not thing for the, the soda. Cuts. I love it.
2: I love it. Cause like nah. it's old school. Yeah. You know, you know, I don't, I know after the pandemic, they were going into like uh, accepting credit cards. So they might have already changed that. Really? Uh, Cause that was a big thing that they wanted to do actually uh, delivery. And they, I think, believe they started taking card. And that might be why the, the bigger crowds are starting to come. So it might even okay, be hard okay. to, to show up. Uh, but I do uh, need to check that place out again. Just uh, uh, once I have, have that burger.
1: Well, I'm saying we need a bigger audience who can start chiming in and start sending us ideas and suggestions for hidden burger joints that we don't know about.
0: Yeah. And also, I also wanted to call out Calbert in this burger tier list. When he called my favorite burger greasy and then we went to father's office and then... The grease on that burger, I was like, hey, what's up with that? And he's like, no, that's just juice. Can you care to answer for yourself, sir?
2: Yes, the flavor was just overwhelming and it just left. <laughs> no, no, no,
0: you're bullshit, <laughs> sir. Bullshit.
2: All right? There's puddles of flavor. They're both greasy
0: according to you. All right? So fucking, yeah, check yourself. The only thing- <laughs> You're out the, of order.
1: The only reason I put plan check over Father's Office is they have more options. Like Father's Office is the Father's Office burger. I go to plan check- I can get my blue cheeseburger, I can get uh a oh, yeah. standard burger, I can get There's the options. chef's
0: burger. I think they also have the blueprint, which is also a good one. Yeah, they got some great ones. Caliber, you had the chef's burger.
2: Yeah, no, I I believe that's the one with the sunny side egg on top. Yeah. Oh, speaking of egg, we we kinda of go back and forth, is is the egg necessary and having that uh, runny yolk? No. Uh, it adds no it's it's like it's like an extra sauce on your burger listen i
1: i enjoy the flavor of it but on a sandwich fuck off
0: Hey, hey hey man hey hey here's here's what you do here's the pro tip all right you get the burger with the egg but then when like if it starts running you put the you you put it over your fries and let it drip on your fries and then you collect the yolk with the fries so that How about way way don't you don't just
1: waste keep it. your egg off my burger? No, no, no it's good. Screw the, you, sir. <laughs> the egg is great in things that are like in a bowl, and that's all contained, and it's not you know dripping over my hands. It, it is
2: an extra topping that I think it's amazing.
1: Flavor wise, it's tasty. I'm yep. not, not. I'm not going to knock the flavor. It's just unruly, and I do not appreciate it, and I do not need it.
2: Well, uh, father's office doesn't have an egg on a burger on any burger, uh, so I guess that one's back on top. <laughs>
0: I, no, 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 fuck, no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, fuck you, Cal Fuck you How dare you I can't believe I thought it was a good idea to invite you to this Father's office only
2: got like
1: <laughs> one burger
0: It's
2: like yeah, yeah it's burger. one burger and, and that's kind of the point I mean, you're going to Father's office for the burger Or something that's not a burger, right? So it, it's right there <laughs> You either get they, the burger
1: or you get you know something else is, exactly <laughs> yeah no that's fine
2: but <laughs> which makes it the top burger like they have enough faith that this burger is amazing and it is amazing and it's a quality burger but if they had like four different
1: burgers up there i'd put them up i'd probably put them up there
0: yeah the the plan check burger still the best people don't listen to cal uh, to cal he's 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 clearly just gone drunk with trulies that <laughs> that are littering all over The fucking get all these fucking cans that you're just like trying to kick over and just like, look at that. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look, look at all these fucking cans, Cal. What the hell? What the hell? (laughs) These things are tasty. It's like you have a problem. That's and your alcoholism is blinding you to amazing burgers. (laughs) We're always drinking beer
2: because of you. You're trying to argue a (laughs) assortment of burgers versus the one burger. Yeah. Options. Yeah, but I'm not arguing options. I'm talking about the plan the, the, the plan check has too many options and you're not picking one specific burger from them. Father's office is, is on top. So you just like to be told what to do. No, I like to like, go like to here, the place here's the knows, burger you're going to enjoy. And that's the burger that I want and will enjoy. Last
0: time I checked, this was America. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. that's Lay the that's a one, time, that's a one time actually using it as a joke instead of a to defend a terrible argument like most of the examples we, we covered in this podcast.
1: Right? Like, all I'm saying is, my burger, my choice. <laughs> <laughs> Too much? Too much?
2: <laughs> no ketchup.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no ketchup on the burger. Hey, unless it's ketchup leather. That's the brilliance of Plant Check right Can there. Can I have some A1? Yeah. <laughs> Do I have to just, I'm going to get you a bottle of that for Christmas and then you can just like bring it with you, bring it in your purse every time you go to a fucking burger place.
1: Something hot sauce in my purse.
0: Oh my God. I thought we'd cover more burger places while we were talking, but we kind of just like settling scores and just fucking taking down each other's arguments, which, which isn't that what a podcast is for?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Telling everybody why they're wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is, people. And hopefully you enjoyed this uh how much we got enough time
1: oh we got plenty of time that's that's hour 30 okay, I think. Yeah, that's fine this is that's a good, good round
0: yeah this is a good fine. good round
2: um
1: Calbert, always appreciate having you come around
2: uh yeah well thank you for having me and uh i'll keep uh tidying my burgers and i'm sure i will be mm-hmm. arguing for years to come yeah
0: <laughs> will you listen to this episode when it comes out though
2: uh no because i'm going to edit the last part about the burgers <laughs>
0: you know what it's like why are we bringing in a guest that won't even listen to the freaking podcast episode they're on like you think, right there, it's just like the incentive. So ungrateful.
2: <laughs> no, I'll definitely be checking you guys out and uh, following on whatever we're all doing over here. Yeah, yeah.
0: And if you guys want to follow up, follow along with us, you're just like, yeah, just subscribe to our podcast. I mean, if you're listening to it, you probably are. But if you yeah, if you're just testing up. it out, just hit a subscribe. Come on, let us know that you're listening. And uh, yeah, follow
1: the Instagram account. See the, uh, see all of our amazing photos. Yeah, to live and
0: to live in try tri- and lay podcast, and we're on Twitter to live and try pod. And the email to live and try in L.A. podcast at Gmail. So just, yeah, hit us up with questions, comments. Tell this idiot that, like, burgers are greasy. That's not just random juice coming out of just this favorite burger.
2: You like the juice? It's great. <laughs> it's just, you
0: fucking jerk. Whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh So, yeah, I think we covered a lot with, uh, yeah. you know, this episode. Uh not not too many topics for this. That I mean, too many like you know breaking news. But hopefully we're gonna cover more. Right now, all I'm checking is just my fantasy football, which my team is doing pretty well. So maybe we'll cover that on the next episode. Which unfortunately we're gonna shoot later this week. Record later this week. So oh, yeah, we need to
1: get back on top of this because we. L- so yeah,
0: so that means by the time that one comes out, it'll be like two weeks later. So like, like and then and then like. <laughs> we're recording this before the results of the recall yeah, so we can't even respond to that well, so next time next okay time. okay here we go next for recording. for me to edit which i'm probably not going like, to edit like we're going to edit we're going to edit like the the okay the version if uh Gavin Newsom won all right so oh good we got rid of uh, Larry Elder
1: yeah fuck Larry Elder yeah
0: fuck that guy and awesome and everything's awesome okay now the version where the recall went through and Larry Elder's governor
1: I'm done. I'm not I'm not doing this. It's podcast like fuck anymore. everyone in
0: this state. I'm this out. is horrible. How dare you? We're all gonna die. Okay, now, okay, my, now my we're faith covered. Is we're gone. covered. Okay, we're covered. <laughs> now we're covered. I'm not gonna edit it. It's just for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hopefully hopefully <laughs> everyone voted. That that <laughs> hopefully everyone voted and you know the projections actually play out because it looks like yeah. Newsom's going to stick around, even though we're going to do this again next year because there's going to be another election.
1: I think it'll be hilarious if, you know, Newsom stays in and then we have the election next year and like Larry Elder just doesn't even try. Yeah. Or, he, knows he, ru- only or he
0: runs and then he just pulls lower than Caitlyn Jenner. That would oh, be hilarious. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. All right, guys, that that's that's enough politics for this episode. Yeah, so we'll- I'm pretty sure you guys enjoyed it.
1: We'll wrap up. We'll circle back to the politics when we actually have results, Uh,
0: and then maybe more talking about just like regular stuff, like L.A. and parking, and like parking sucks, right? (laughs) No, just that's you know what—that's how we're relatable about
1: this. Like, yeah, you know what, parking does not suck when you don't have a car are you okay buddy <laughs> we have Whoa. to have an intervention i i, I the day after like a the, the couple days after i lost my car uh i heard the trucks going by for street sweeping and i had that moment like huh i don't have to worry about that it's kind of nice <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right all right let's wrap this up thanks again to our guest calver maraquin uh this was very informative cal anything else you want to say maybe you want to uh promote your anything like your you want to promote something shout out to anybody who might be listening uh
2: no no real shout out i mean i don't really uh stay on social too much and i used to have a flicker but they put that thousand dollar thousand uh, photo cap so i don't really upload anything to it uh but i do believe it's under calvert m if i remember so if you want to see that maybe follow that see a few of my photos we'll post Uh, a link
0: Maybe. Well, yeah, we'll post the link. Yeah, might as well. Might as well just use this, the extra stuff on the whatever. Like, yeah, just in the episode description. Like, that's where I put all the stuff links. Perfect. So we'll, we'll include that in there and then also on the socials when we post the photos. And I guess that's it. Uh, anything else you want to say, Tyler?
1: Stay safe. Stay sane. Do your diligence. Vote. Wear your mask.
0: Well, this is coming out after the election, so everyone already voted. So,
1: Well, pat yourself on the back if you voted, and if you didn't, um, slap yourself.
0: Okay, good. Either way. All right, this is it. Thanks, guys.
1: (laughs) Good night, everybody.